It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Thursday, January 18th. Tony Burke here as well. Thank you for braving Snowmageddon and getting here. As I look out the window, I don't know how we're going to get home today. Well, the trucks are everywhere and the plows are out, John. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some, a couple people have been working inside with no windows. Just I'm just, I'm glad. Oh, no. I'm, I'm glad schools are in today. I mean, you know, I don't want to get up on my old man pedestal here, but, you know, it's eight degrees. You used to be able to stand out and wait for the bus when it was eight degrees. John, when, when, did, you, when did you ever stand out? Life the is soft. Hold on. I don't think John ever rode the bus. I wrote when my parents took me to school. I saw the kids standing out for the bus, and uh, in my heated car. But it was eight degrees, and they were st- standing out there. They were fine. They made it to school. Oh, we are so soft as a people nowadays. Society is soft. Let's uh, let's get a trophy if you came in last place. Why not? Uh, welcome to the show. Already on my pedestal. 502-384-1450. That's the Eminem Cartage Hotline. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. We are three for three today. Hello. Everybody, there you go. Everybody went to Thornton's, got their uh, fountain drink, 89 cents. 32 ounces or smaller. Yeah, 89 cents. And get one to go, 20-ounce bottle for a buck. If you buy. I did that today. I did too. Uh, I got enough soft drinks in my life. <laughs> I got like fifty Pepsi's at home waiting on me. I don't. I don't need any more. But I did uh, pay the eighty-nine cents plus tax to get the feel the chill thirty-two ounce Pepsi. Tony, what'd you go with today? I've got the orange Gatorade, and I bought the Diet Dew to go. Scooter, I've got the vitamin water, and I got a Mountain Dew to go. There you go, Mountain Dew. Scooter's got to work 15 shows now. He's, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need a pick. He needs a, you want to get him for uh, his birthday? A case of Mountain Dew. Come on. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Be about it, John. So go by Thornton's today. Get your icy cold thirst quencher and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, NFL divisional round this weekend. We will all three have our picks by the spread I got mine already. I already, in fact, I already bet them because Snowmageddon coming in. I thought maybe I wasn't going to be able to get to the betting parlor, and I won't put it on my phone. So already got my my picks in, ready to go. We'll get Tony's picks. We'll get Scooter's picks. Scooter was upset yesterday, Tony. Well, I'm not going to make my picks on a Wednesday. Yeah, more favorable lines on. What's a Wednesday. going on? <laughs> oh, I'm 55 games under 500. So now you don't want my picks anymore? Oh, oh, no, they want your picks. I have a chance to make it 51 under 500. They just are not going to bet with you. <laughs> so uh, that's going up. We'll talk about Jim Ursay. Did you see this story? Yeah. Scoots? Yeah, I saw it. So in December. I wasn't surprised. Boy, way to, way to keep it under the rug there, NFL, for a, a whole month. In December, he is unresponsive. Apparently, allegedly, we don't know this for fact, the Colts are saying it's a respiratory problem, uh, but it's, TMZ is reporting that it was a drug overdose, and he was unresponsive. In the NBA, they would take your team away from you, or they would run your team for a while. Would and they? 
Yes, they would. They've done it to a num- Donald Sterling is one case. That's now, that was yeah. different. It wasn't a you know, it wasn't a drug overdose or anything with Donald Sterling. It was racist comments. Mm-hmm. But they t- they'll they will take the team over and say, look, we're going to take it over until you sell it. NFL's not like that. The the owners have different rules than the players, coaches, and front office personnel. Owners have different rules. We're the we own the team. You're not going to take it away from me. Uh, well, when TM, hopefully TMZ. he'll get healthy and hopefully he'll get his his uh, you know his his life back in order. There was a f- fascinating expose of him on on Real Sports. I think it was Andrea Kramer that interviewed him. And he was sober for a certain amount of months, and uh, he was doing great, and he looked great. But uh, as as I know from personal experience in my family, people people fall backwards. They do. He's been to rehab 15 times, he said. That's incredible. That's a lot. Yeah. But you know what? He it, keeps trying. It tells me one thing. He's trying. Yep. He's trying. Well, it, it also, believe me, I, I, and it's know, a disease, I've been around man. it too. But 15 times you got a lot of money. If you keep keep going, well, back. that's true. Well, he does have a lot of money. There's one thing we all know: yes. he's got a lot of money. You bought an NFL team. Guess what? You got a lot of money. But um, I don't know what ends up happening here. Obviously, I hope the best for uh, Jim Irsay. Uh, I am going to get to Netflix. I watched a documentary last night, three part documentary, and uh, I'm not going to spoil it because it is spoil worthy. You ca- you can spoil this one, but I'll talk about what I watched last night a little later as well. We start with. Uh, do we start with Mike McCarthy or do we start with the college basketball? Tony, I'll let you pick. College basketball. Everybody here is all that McCarthy stuff. Who cares? Because Belichick's getting hired. Just not by the Dallas Cowboys. No. He still doesn't believe it, Scooter. It's un- it's unreal. It is unreal. There is no way that guy's not going to be a head coach in the NFL next year. No chance. Gives me one team to pull against. <laughs> all right. Let's start with the good news around here. Kentucky. 90 Mississippi State 77. The Cats improved to 13 and 3. They're now 3 and 1 in the SEC. What did they not do against Texas A&M that they did well last night? Even though Mississippi State got put 77, this team's defense got a lot better last night. You agree? That and rebounding. Yeah. Uh rebounds 33 apiece. And this team doesn't out rebound teams. They don't have, you know, Aaron Aaron Bradshaw weighs 162 pounds soaking wet. Onyenso was I thought he was really good last night. He earned more minutes last night. He did. Um he only had three points, but six rebounds, a couple of block shots. Kentucky blocked seven shots last night. Uh so defensively, we heard that last couple of days of practice it was sort of a you know, it was rough on the players. The, the coaches really got after them on the defensive end of the floor, and it looked like it it moved it uh, paid off last night. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, the final score, 13, Kentucky was in control. and Yeah, they were. What, what I really liked about it was just they did a good job of keeping Bell and Smith off the board. Smith scored a bunch of points. 20, 26, and eight he, rebounds. And he had like the last 10 points of the game. Yeah. I mean, Kentucky was, he was dunking every time down the floor. But Kentucky it, had it, it in control. Kentucky didn't care at yeah. that point. So, you know, and Jeffries is a pretty good inside player. Matthews is very aggressive. So, if Kentucky can go even on the boards with that type of team, which is a defensive type of team, you got to like it. And, you know, they start the game. What's going to give? Kentucky scoring or Mississippi State's defense? Kentucky scored 90. Mississippi State's got a really good defense. And Kentucky scored 90. I know. They, well, they averaged 90. They, they, I think they were two-tenths of a point under their average yesterday. So, that Mississippi State defense really stuck it to them. <laughs> 
Uh, Antonio Reeves, is that the quietest 27 points yes. you've ever seen? When they put up 22 ever? at one point, I went, he's got 22? Isn't every game like that for him, though? It feels like it. Yeah. And I think it's because all the other guys are exciting. You got Wagner going to the rim. You got Dillingham. You never know what he's going to do. Reed Shepard is so much fun to watch. And Reeves just, okay, here's another layup. Here's another Euro runner, step, Euro step layup. 12-footer from the baseline. Hit a couple threes here and there. And you're not paying attention. Hit some foul shots, and all of a sudden, he's in the 20. 27. Rob Dillingham. We had good Rob Dillingham last night, for the most part. 16 points. Had that four-point play. Um, Trey Mitchell, quiet 15. Trey Mitchell was really Started good. Started slow, and but boy, it's like, he got buckets when Kentucky needed buckets. Is that fair? And once. Because beginning of that second half, Mississippi State came out. I thought Cal waited two possessions too oh, long to call too. a timeout. Oh, I was yelling at the TV, you got to call timeout here. And he just got, and I think Jimmy Dyke said, well, he's just going to let them figure it out. They didn't figure it out. Call timeout. You know what I said when he called the timeout? You should have called it a little while ago, idiot. <laughs> wow, idiot was called. Um. Did either what, of you what, all? What did your wife say? I know your wife gets emotional during these games. She just shook her head. <laughs> but she when I uh, two possessions before, like you said, when I, yeah, I said they got to call timeout. timeout. She goes, they got to call timeout, and uh, can't take them with you. Now I feel like yeah, we're talking about my wife. Did, That's all right. Did either of you all hear Jimmy Dykes' comment about yards after contact? I I, I did, but I can't remember what and, he said. And, uh, was it Tom Hart doing the game? Yeah. He was so. Oh, I love hearing that in the basketball. Come on, what are you doing? I just I don't understand. Right, it's basketball. There's no yards after contact. Well, finishing through contact, I think, is what he was talking about. Right? Jimmy Dykes is just an idiot. <laughs> I like Jimmy Dykes. <laughs> I I used to like Jimmy Dykes, but I've really started to pay attention to him while he does games. Man, he says some idiotic things. He tries to be funny yeah. or be lingo. He came up with the and plane, he, and you know, it, it, that doesn't work. And all we, that. When he just calls the game, he's good. He, I like Tom Hart a lot. I do too. Yeah, same. Um, I, you know who I like on the SEC Network? This is going to sound crazy. Dane Branshaw. Yeah, Dane Branshaw's really he does good. It. He, as an analyst, I think he's top notch. Well, in the Louisville game, I like Durham. What, what's his a lot first of people name? don't like West Durham. West Durham. Yeah. I like West Durham. Is he the young kid? No, no, he's an old guy. West Durham. His his dad was a legendary. He's uh, done ACC announcer. forever. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I like that guy, too. Bradshaw, 11.6 rebounds. I think he got a little bit better last night. Uh, Reed Shepard, 9.6 assists, two more steals. He sees the floor, Tony, as good as I've seen. Because when he gets the ball on a rebound in the backcourt, it's, he's, if somebody is down the floor, even if some a defensive player is near him, he throws the ball in the right spot where only they can go get it. Who's that? And reach up. Shepard. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. The pass on the break that he made across, I think, to Reeves. Yeah. And they like raved he, about that. It looked like he was going to hit Dillingham or whoever was whoever cutting. Whoever was going to the bucket. Yeah. And then, yeah, he just sees everything. And then when he gets beat, sometimes he'll block the shot or he'll he'll tap it away. He, he just is in the right place. And he, but what he does better than anybody, and I, I tell my kids all, that's about some kids I coached, he's – he, he sees what's getting ready to He's happen. He's a step ahead. He's always a step ahead, and it's hard. There's only certain things that can happen, and most guys just fixate on what's happening. He's fixated on everything, and that, it's like a shortstop or a center fielder or a catcher. He sees everything. 
Kentucky shot 55.6% last night, so that Mississippi State defense uh, did not live up to its billing. Kentucky won that battle. That's why they won the game. The Bulldogs shot 45%. Kentucky 7 of 23 from deep. Not great, but it's okay. Uh, Mississippi State was 9 out of 27, 33%. That's where you want to be from three-point land. Kentucky had 20 assists. Uh, outscored Mississippi State by 17 at the stripe. Uh, 23 out of 27. Mississippi State was 6 out of 10. Here's something people don't ever look at. Personal fouls. You know how many Kentucky had last night? I'm going to I'm gonna say since they shot 10 free throws, a couple of them were John, uh, Tolu Smith getting fouled, shooting the ball. I'm going to say total fouls for Kentucky, 10. Nine. Eh. And that means to me – when you're not fouling defensively, unless the team's putting up 100 on you, right? that you're doing a good job because you you want to play good defense and not foul and put teams on the foul line. And, you know, that's pretty good for Kentucky because they usually have guys in foul trouble. Bradshaw, Bradshaw had three, but nobody else. Why is, well, he had four in four minutes the game before that. Yeah, why that, was, is, that was impressive. How come Onyenzo fouls way less than Bradshaw? Shouldn't it be the other way around? He's not as athletic, so he positions himself. And if you look at him, his arms. He's got long arms. Long arms. So, but he, he he doesn't try to go out and do too much where Bradshaw. Bradshaw gets plays in defense trouble. like a freshman. Yes. And then Yonsu runs it does people. not play defense like a freshman. He does. He That's positions himself, in my opinion. Um, let's see. Mississippi State forced 13 turnovers a game. Kentucky's a team that has been great not turning the ball over, and they only turned it over 10 times against a team that forces 13. So, a good job. Uh, by Kentucky last night. You got Georgia coming to Rupp Arena. Early in the year, we thought Georgia stinks. You thought Georgia stinks. I did. They're 13-4. and four. They won at South Carolina their last time out. They don't stink. Now, Kentucky's going to be a double-digit favorite in this game uh, on Saturday. By the way, 6 o'clock SEC Network. Another game I'll miss. Um, but uh, Kentucky, they got a tough road game after that. I'm not sure who they got after that, but uh, – if you can look that up for me. I will. Um, Georgia's a game, again. South Carolina. Uh, on the road, though, right? Yeah. Uh, home game uh, that you got to win, right? Georgia, just a home game. Go out, take care of business. Don't don't look ahead. Don't be silly. Just play basketball, win the game, right? Yeah. What seed is Kentucky going to end up being in the NCAA tournament? Two. Yep. That high? Yep. I think you so. agree, Scooter? Yep. It'll be a two. You still got to go through Tennessee, you Every, go but everybody Auburn. else, everybody else has to do it in their conferences too. Yeah, on the road, John, in conference, what do you say? UConn, Purdue, Kansas, Houston are going to be number one seeds. Correct. Uh, I don't know about Kansas. Really? I mean, they lost at UCF for crying out loud. Yeah, but you're going to lose. So did Texas last night. We'll talk about that as well. I think if one <laughs> of those four teams isn't going to be a number one seed, Texas lost well at home to UCF last night, right? Is that right? Mm -hmm. Did I miss that? And Houston won last night. Houston's going to lose games, like I told you. They lost the two games they before the because road. they're in the Big 12, Big 12, not the AAC. Right. But they're still going to – I think they're a number one seed. And Kansas is the number one seed. Purdue – the locks are Purdue and the UConn, in my yep. opinion. Yep, I agree. Um, Kentucky, two is the ceiling, in my opinion. I don't see them getting to a one. Although, if you you know, you never know what happens. If you went out in the conference and win the SEC tournament, yeah, you're number one seed. But the odds of that happening are way down there. How many games can Kentucky lose? Let's put it this way: How many games can Kentucky lose 
from here to the end of the SEC tournament and be a number one seed? One. One more? Maybe two? I don't know. I, I think if, you know. Maybe you lose two in a regular season, win the SEC tournament? Yeah, it, it could happen that way. And, you know, at looking at the last couple of years, everybody's got losses. It's not like it used to be where there's a bunch of teams that got one and two and three losses. Everybody ends up with at least five losses yeah. pretty much. But when I look at this Kentucky team, and maybe I'm, I'm biased here, even A&M game, they get better every game. They seem to get better every game, especially even D.J. Wagner. D.J. Wagner only had seven points last night. Played I well. thought he played very I well. I thought he did too. So if they continue to just – improve a little bit each game you know as long as st peter's doesn't make the tournament they're in good shape well when you have good guards and they got a lot of good guards yeah one guy's not playing well you, you can replace and, them and they were really good the second part of that first half when they had dillingham shepherd and wagner all in at the same time with mitchell and one of the two big guys they were really good and, and i love reeves don't get me wrong i think reeves, and, has, and, to, and, reeves and, has to get 30 Four minutes. Uh, yeah, he only had 27. But when that lineup is in, they're going to get down the floor faster. Reeves is a – I guess Reeves runs the court very well. Yeah, right? he's not holding them back. He's that certainly regard. not holding them back. No, not at all. He, heck, he's the guy getting to the basket a lot of the times. But but when they advance Does she the basketball, way hold them back? Well, not, not this group, obviously. These are different guys. No, that's how you have to play with a guy like that. But but the, the thing they have is they have so many guys that can run the floor. And when you get the ball up the floor and advance, the defense is spread out. And then they have to decide what they're doing. And you're opening up driving lanes. You're opening up yeah. three-point shots. You know, there's a lot of things. That's why Kentucky's scoring 90. Is rebounding just oh, just going to be the Achilles heel the rest of the year? It's going to be. But, you know, if they if they hold their own. Yeah. You know, Mitchell's a good rebounder. If if, if Inienso yeah. does. If Mitchell wants to rebound, he's a really good rebounder, I think. And you and Ed were right. About the one guy. Mark that down. Yeah, it's good. Can use that one. It is twelve twenty-two yeah. on January the. Mark 18th. that on the board. I want that as uh, in the intro from now on. You and Ed were right. If you took one guy off the Kentucky team, who would you take? I would. I said Trey Mitchell. Mitchell. Kill I said him I would take Trey gone. Mitchell. If I was Louisville, and you got right. to take one t one player. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, speaking of Louisville, we'll talk about the cards after the break. Also, the system, and it's a new system because I have now adopted the Tony Burke system. I said it yesterday, told Scooter, Tony's right. It doesn't matter if the home team is underdog or favored. We'll talk about how the system did last night. It wasn't, you know, nothing earth-shattering, but we'll talk about that. All of college basketball and NFL picks coming up as well. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears, Tony Burke in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the monitor. Good to see you, Scoot. You can see me now? I can see you now. Yeah. I know it kills you when you can't see me. Can you yeah. see me now? Oh, it's, I can't hear, can you hear me? Uh, TJ Walker with the text to the uh, uh, Thornton's text line. You would be a Pepsi guy, Spears. Makes perfect sense. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Should I be insulted or... Um, is that is he lauding me? I don't understand. I would venture to say he's probably a Coke guy. He's a St. X guy, so I can't give him too much grief. That's right. 
Uh, also, Buzz Frank said, Goose Givens' call on Shepard's first three last night was priceless. Well, I was watching. I was listening to Tom Hart and Jimmy Dyke, so I don't know how that went. If anybody's got it, they can send it to the text line, 502-414-1450. We'll play it. We'll play it. Scooter will play anything. Yeah. <laughs> we found I've, that out. I've proven that over the years. <sighs> and you can also hit us up on the M&M Cartage hotline if you'd like your voice to be heard over these airwaves, 502 384 1450. All right. Uh, American Nightmare. I watched all three episodes yesterday on Netflix. It's sort of a, if you saw the movie Gone Girl, it's a kidnapping. The boyfriend is tied up. The girl's kidnapped. The police in Vallejo, California think, oh, this is a little fishy. Maybe the boyfriend did it. Then she comes back. Then, oh, it's even more fishy. Maybe it was a hoax. Maybe they did it together. They wanted publicity. And three episodes are about 45 minutes apiece. I'm not going to give away what happened, but American Nightmare. Uh, I give it four and a half out of five stars. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Brother. Because I watched the first episode Spears, before basketball started. Tough to crack. It is tough to crack that one. The, the first episode before K- Kentucky played. Then I watched Kentucky. Then I watched Louisville. Then I, I went... Another hour and a half. I got to bed at twelve thirty last night. I'm tired, Scoot. Same. <laughs> you should be tired. <laughs> I shouldn't be tired. I'm re I'm retired. So I shouldn't be tired. So there you go. American nightmare. Thumb, two thumbs up from the on the spear scale. Tony, you gonna watch it now? I, I, I'm I know not, you're not. I'm gonna hurry home. I, I know you're not. <laughs> oh, I've got practice. I'll watch it later. Uh, North Carolina eighty six, Louisville seventy. UNC wins their seventh game in a row. Um, they led by, I want to say, 19 at halftime. I should have written that down. They had a big lead at halftime. Louisville covers for at least the third game in a row here. They beat Miami outright. They covered against NC State, and they've covered in this game. I don't know how they covered in this game. I really don't. And it also went over with a Zan Payne put-back layup at the buzzer. <laughs> Thank you, Zan Payne. He's my new favorite Louisville player. Um. This team is playing much better than they played in two years. Is that fair? I, I think definitely. When they started second half, they played really well to start the second half. And if they can make some shots, but the, the biggest difference still to me is BHH. He's become a force in there. You know, yeah. Brandon Huntley Hatfield. 15 and 6 last night. And they he was in foul have, trouble. And they have to. He's playing against Baycott last night, yeah. too. Well, so, Baycott went nineteen seven and five assists. I know, but you know he. But Hatfield's got he's got no help. He's got no help. I mean, now the trainer's out. Dennis Evans is out. Even though Dennis Evans, you know, but he was still a big body. Right. BHH has no help in that. Caleb Glenn's playing that spot basically when he's yeah. not in the game, and and he fouled out. But and Glenn did a pretty good job. But you're talking to a guy six 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 seven that's playing the post, and he's not really a post player. They cut that lead to 55-50 in the second half, and I thought, man. And they look good doing they it, look Tony. They real good doing it. Uh, we always talk about the eye test in in, uh, in 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 all sports. We talk about, you know, oh, the spread is this, blah, blah, blah. The eye test tells you a lot, and it's a lot about body language, right? Exactly. You're a coach. Exactly. As a coach, you hate to see your guys out there have – Shrug shoulders, look down at the floor when something bad happens, don't react well when something bad happens. Louisville has lost bad body language. They've got good body language now. They do, and that's one thing I really like. And 
to get down like they got down at, at halftime and yeah. come out and do it earlier in the year and last year, no chance. That game's over, man. I mean, it ain't. It ain't it's a thirty-five point yeah, final. It's a route, um, especially at, on the road. They cut it to five. Sky Clark, sixteen points to lead the Cards. He did have four assists last night, so he distributed a little bit as well. Trey White coming off that injury. Off the bench for 12 points. Uh, Mike James, 9 points, 5 rebounds. Curtis Williams, who I really like as a shooter, had 8 points off the bench as well. But R.J. Davis is still R.J. Davis. He had 21. Baycott was Baycott. He's a 17th-year senior. Jalen Withers is the one that hurt, I think, if you're a Card fan. 15 points, 10 rebounds, double-double. High scoring total of the year for Jalen Withers. Played 24 minutes. Well, I think, you know, it's got to be one of those situations where either Hubert Davis went to him before the game or he went to Hubert Davis and said, hey, this is your time to shine. This, well, or, I, or this coach, this is my time to shine. Well, I think he this wanted, he, he wanted to, to prove something. And he was five for six from the field and ten rebounds. That's a pretty good he day good. for anybody. He was really good. And if you're a Cardinal fan, every time he did something, you just kind of winced like oh man yeah could, wouldn't it be great if he was in there with bhh right now i was watching dre davis play the other night for seton hall just guys he's been pretty just, good he's been way. real good and, and you start seeing these guys that i think mac is ellis might, doing anything at arkansas mm. I, I think he was hurt he is he hurt he hasn't been playing great no uh louisville shot 49.1 percent last night they outshot the tar heels who shot 48.3 cards hit eight of 18 threes which is fantastic uh carolina was 10 of 22 from deep so that's pretty darn good too again 12 point difference at the free throw line home team with 18 makes and 24 attempts the road team six of 13 now you got to be better than six of 13 at the line if you want uh, on the at home or on the road doesn't matter the starting guards for North Carolina, Davis and Moran, were both four for seven from three. That'll win you a lot of That'll games. That'll win a lot of games. And then, and Ingram was two for four. So they're starters. Yeah. Shot, shot By the way, L. Ellis only averages five and a half a game. You, you, that's amazing because he's he going to shoot every time he has the ball. <laughs> he was starting early in the year, but when they got the one kid back, uh, Redford or something like that, I can't remember the, the name. I'd have to look it up. But he was didn't come to after the – first of the year so that took l ellis's minutes as expected carolina with again bhh being the only big guy in there out rebounded louisville 40 to 28 cards 13 turnovers so not too bad on the road hostile environment but they only turned carolina over eight times next up at wake forest i think they're staying in carolina and uh, for a couple of days down there they go to wake forest for a noon game on saturday espnu if you're looking for that one uh, Demon Deacons are 12-5. and five. They just blew a lead uh, at home and lost to NC State. So um, Wake Forest looking for a win there. That'll be a tough environment for Louisville. And thank God they're not playing on the CW because my streaming network does not have the CW for some reason. The direct TV stream? Yes. I know. I have that. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I, I sit down twice to watch two Louisville games. I sit down at noon the other day on Saturday. Hey, want to watch Louisville and watch Kentucky? Where's the Louisville game? I got ESPN Plus. I got all of them. I can't watch the Louisville game. And that is sad when the University of Louisville is not on television. Well, if you remember, and I know you have a good enough memory here, Tony, the uh, RSS network that the Cards and the ACC were with last year and the last several years, we didn't get a lot of Louisville games. We missed a lot of Louisville games. 
I got them because Spectrum, but yours Spectrum had them, right? And I had Spectrum then, but I had DirecTV. I didn't have them. Yeah, isn't that that something this day and age? They were a lot of them were on Fox Sports South. Well, I just got back ABC. Yeah, me too. DirecTV. Yeah, yeah, me too. Thank you. Uh, I can now watch Jimmy Kimmel again if I want to. (laughs) Speaking of ABC, or the Bachelor, the Bachelor. That what's the old bachelor call the old guy? Golden was bachelor. Golden, Golden bachelor. He yeah. he found his wife, right? He did. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Golden bachelor. I don't watch network television. So Scoot, what you got? We cut you off there. Sorry, Scoot. I, I was just gonna say, did either of you all see that LeBron last night was playing on ABC? Yeah, on a he week was. night. And, and well, they've done hold on, last several out. weeks. Wednesday night uh, NBA. I'm not done here. So LeBron was on ABC. <laughs> I'll let you know when you're done. <laughs> Bronny was playing on ES on ESPN. Oh, Bronny. What Bronny do last night? I probably, know, I know probably they, nothing. I know, he started. He started. I know they got thumped by Arizona. Arizona was angry, uh, so and at home. But USC is now. Uh, let's see. I wrote it down. Eight and ten. And who's their coach? Andy Enfield. Yes, Remember he him? is. Remember Florida, Florida Gulf, Gulf Coast. Coast. What they used to call Florida Gulf Coast when they played? They had a little nickname. Dunk City. Dunk City. That is it. Get him, Scoot. Bronny had 11 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Nothing wrong with that. Pretty good Decent night. game. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Uh, look, I'm glad he's playing, period. I mean, with that that was a medical scare for him yeah. in the preseason. Guess what's his number on his jersey? You know? Six. Six. Just I like Dad. I thought, I thought that he was LeBron six. six? 23. But was he, he six? He wore six. Yeah, okay. He, yeah. Bronny's wearing six. Um, I don't know if, you know – I always said, why Why are these college guys not allowed to wear these numbers? Now I'm like, why are they letting them wear these numbers? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know, I went from, they should, should be wearing them to, why are they wearing them? This is crazy. Dollarman <laughs> oh. doesn't have that problem. We don't have any guys with sixes or sevens or eights or nines on their jerseys. Maybe they need some. Louisville doesn't, and I don't think Kentucky does either. No. So. The cool kids only wear them. Cool God. kids wear them. All right, what happened, Scooter? What happened in Texas last night? Uh, horns down. You, you've got an over. <laughs> oh, I saw. O- overly sensitive head coach who Rodney Terry, I think, is his name. Correct. Uh, and he did not just correct the UCF players after his team lost to UCF in the in the handshake line. He took it to the podium in the post game, mm-hmm. and it's disrespectful. If you can do horns up, just like L's up, I might add, yep. then I can do horns down. Yeah. Now, the Big 12 put a rule in a couple years ago saying, hey, you can't do that anymore. Do you remember that? They put a rule in telling the other teams you cannot do horns down, players of other teams. And it was basically a football rule. If you score a touchdown and you do horns down, you're getting a 15-yard unsportsmanlike penalty. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Because I can do horns up when I score. Why can't you do horns down when you score? I'm just saying it's a, you know, an N. It's the letter N? It's a small N. <laughs> now, meaning now I scored That's a touchdown. That's what I'm doing, man. That's what so I'm doing. I, I've got two points. They're coming to the SEC. That's my point. Yeah. Guess what? Oh, it's going to be If brutal. you're soft on this in the Big 12, do you think uh, Death Valley and LSU or the Swamp or – you know, Alabama's going to take it easy on you. Uh, Texas A&M, they're not, they're not going to do L's, uh, horns down. 
uh, you better get ready for it. What are your two points? That's the thing. With him crying about it like that. And he was crying about it. It, it makes people want to do it more. You're right, Scooter. If, I, I was going to say the same thing. If you ignore it and act like it doesn't bother you, people won't do it as much. But right. when you make a scene like that, they're going to do it more. And who cares? Do you remember? Why do you care? Do you remember Scott Satterfield's oh, first yeah. game against Kentucky? Yeah, I'm mad about the L's Went to down. Stoops on camera complaining about the L's down. That's good. Guess what Kentucky fan did? L's down. L's down from now on, baby. And what did Kentucky do he this year? The fire. When Jack Harlow was in the end zone, every time they scored, they went right at him. They went right at him with the L's they down, right running right by him. Also, if you're Rodney Terry, listening to his post game press conference, talk, talking about how we don't do that because it's classless, <laughs> worry about your own team, pal. Who 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 do you Uh-oh. think you are that you can you're talk to the up. other team like that? That, yeah. that just irritates me. Worry about your team, brother. Yes, good. You know what? Win the game. Win the game, and they won't do <laughs> yeah, it to you. Exactly. Take care of business. Out. The game was in Austin, and UCF won uh, 77-71. Texas is now 12-5. and five. Uh, And let me look at the standings in the Big 12. They almost lost to Louisville. They are 1-3 in the Big 12, tied with West Virginia, a game ahead of Oklahoma State. Um, Not – Good for the Texas Longhorns, and 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 you did. They should have lost to Louisville. Last second fall away jumper beats mm-hmm. uh, wins the game for them. They were top twenty five preseason, so disappointing year here so far for Rodney Terry. Remember, they had they brought him in as an interim. They played well for him, so they give him the they you know they take the interim tag off, give him the big boy job. Texas may may have a new coach next year. I've never had an issue with him, but after last night, he's such a dweeb. (laughs) He looked nerdy at the press conference, complaining about Mm -hmm. it. He looked nerdy. He looked like a sore loser. Yeah, he looked like he was a whiner, but he looked like a he looked very nerdy, complaining about it. And and you you know what? It tells me you're tone deaf because this has been going on for a number of years. And now you're going to complain after a loss to UCF at home? Here's what you do. Don't lose to UCF at home. Exactly. UCF is 11-5. and five. Now, they did beat Kansas. And for the record, they're ahead of Texas in the Big 12 standings. So, that's not good. All right, NFL picks coming up. We'll also check the, on the NBA from last night. A lot of fun games in the association. We got a big trade to talk about. We're going to talk about Pascal Siakam? We don't have to, but I figured you would. We'll see. I don't really care. I'll uh, flip a coin during the break. What about the college games? That <laughs> and we're we'll assisting? talk about some great college games last night. We we we've got eighteen minutes to get it all. We need a two-hour show today. Spears on sports, presented by Eminem Carter's on the Big X. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears, Tony Burke in studio, final segment on this Thursday. Barring Snowmageddon, I'm going to be here five days this week, Scoot. That's incredible. Wow. Is it doing anything out there yet? Well, we're looking out to wind it. No, I saw a salt truck go by, John. My app said... It wasn't wasn't having to drop any salt, though. (laughs) My weather app said it was flurrying, but it is confirmed not flurrying. (laughs) I can confirm that. This just in. It is not snowing. 
meteorologist um, Justin Kalen. Chief meteorologist. Who's your Chief. favorite meteorologist, Scooter? Oh, great question. Um, maybe, Lo- local. Maybe Jude Redfield. Yeah, I like Jude, yeah, I like Jude yeah. too. I was going to go with Jay Cardozzi. Yeah, I, like, I, I used to be. What's Jay say? I used to be a Jay guy, but I think it's switched on to Ta- Tell you a quick story. We were going on our golf trip. Wide Bird comes in last, by the way. And we were hit, I was playing golf at Glen Oaks before our golf trip. And we were standing out on the driving range, and one of my buddies said, well, the weather's going to be this or that. And I go, them guys don't ever get it right. And they, I turn around and Jay Cordoz, he goes, <laughs> I can't even hit golf balls with somebody saying something about the weather. <laughs> said, Sorry. Uh, open mouth, insert foot, Tony Burke. <laughs> All right, let's make our NFL picks for the weekend. Why not? Might be snowed in tomorrow, so <laughs> let's uh, get them out of the way. Let's start with Saturday, 4.30. Fourth-seeded Houston, who got that uh, nice, huge win over Cleveland, bloodletting win over Cleveland last week, at the number one seed, the Baltimore Ravens. I've heard this 50 times this week already, and it's only Thursday. Lamar Jackson has only won one playoff game. <laughs> He's going to be a two-time MVP this by the end of this season. He's only won one playoff game. ESPN or ABC for that one. Baltimore is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Scooter, I'll let you go first. I think Houston keeps this game close. Now, Mark Andrews potentially coming back for Baltimore scares me a little bit, but I think Houston makes it close. I think I'll take the I'll take the Texans. Tony, put the lock on Houston. Come on, y'all both took Houston, right? Uh, I am going to believe in John Harbaugh. I think it, I think it's a Harbaugh double dip this year and I'm going to give, look, I told you this last week, take the points in the wild card round, taking the points, which I didn't do. I should have done with the six pack. I didn't do it. Taking the points went four and two this weekend. Give the points. That's just look it up. Traditionally, that is going to win you some money. So I'm taking Baltimore, and I'm giving the points here. Um, Houston's a great story. It's a great story. C.J. Stroud, the defense is good. That's a you know they won the Deshaun Watson trade at this point, right? Definitely. Is that fair? Yeah. Enjoy your L, John. Am I right, Tony? Yeah, because you know some <laughs> of the losses. If you look at the Baltimore's going to win the game though, right, guys? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Houston's ten and seven, but Stroud didn't play in some of those losses. Yep, I know. 8-15, the other number one seed, Local. San Francisco 49ers, uh, will host the seven seed Green Bay Packers. Last Super Bowl, the Green Bay Packers won. They were the seven seed. Mm-hmm. Actually, they were the sixth seed because there weren't seven teams in each. But they were the longest shot on the board in the NFC. They looked great last week. Dallas spit the bit like they always do under Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. Fox TV, Saturday night. San Francisco, nine and a half. Tony, I'll let you go here. I'm going to take the points again. I'm taking the pack. I'm nine and a half and nine and a half. I, I just think the Packers, the main reason is they got the running back back. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones has been really good. since they, He's had like three 100-yard games since he's come back. And if they can run the ball, they can stay in the game. Uh, Green Bay was great last week. I see no reason they won't be just as good this week. I, obviously, San Francisco's defense is going to play better than Dallas's defense did. Yeah. Um, I like what Jordan Love's done the second half of this season. And even though I love giving the points, McCaffrey's banged up. Keep that in mind. I know he's had a week, two weeks off basically here. But he is still nursing with some some bad injuries. I'm taking the points in Green Bay here. Scoot? 
I guess I'll be different. I think the Packers' magic ends this weekend. Oh, I don't I, think they win. I, I, could, I could see it being close early, but I just I think ultimately San Fran pulls away. All right, I like it. We're uh, going. Nobody's sweeping the board here. Uh, Sunday, three o'clock, Tampa Bay, the Fighting Baker Mayfields at Detroit. Detroit, no home playoff games for fifty years or whatever it was. Hey, they get because Dallas lost, they get two. Detroit six and a half. That game's on NBC. I'll go first here. I'm uh, I'm going to be a Detroit believer here. I love the Baker Mayfield story, but I think the magic ends this weekend. Um, that Philadelphia team that Tampa Bay beat last week, they were done. They were done before that game ever started. Yeah. Detroit is a great story, and I'm going to stick with them. I'm going with the Detroit Lions, and I'm going to give the touchdown minus a half a point. Scooter? I'm worried about Tampa playing up in Detroit with the weather. They're playing it. <laughs> That so, is awesome. I'm, I'm it's going to be 13 degrees up there. I'm going to go with Detroit. Beautiful weather in Detroit. It's going to be 72. Oh, that's great, Scooter. <laughs> well done. Tony? I, I, I like Detroit. I think, oh, I, it's I, a sweep. I think Tampa Bay's uh, run their course. And finally, the game of the week, according to everybody, 6.30. Kansas City at Buffalo. Both teams 11-6 and six on the regular season. CBS game, Buffalo. I got two and a half here. Although when I bet That's what it, I got. When I bet it today, it was three. I got two and a half. Uh, Buffalo's favored. Scooter, I'll let you go. Buffalo's been playing really well. It's hard to pick against them, but – I'm going to do it one last time this season, potentially, and I'm going to roll with the Chiefs. Give me that two and a half. I think let's go Buffalo. It might win the whole thing, and I'm I'm taking, I'm taking giving the points. I've said for the last five years, if you can get the Chiefs and get points, you You've take them. You've always said that. I'm not taking them. I'm taking wow. Buffalo this week. I think uh, Josh Allen's a difference. He's a difference in the game. Kansas City struggled all year long. Mm -hmm. And Mahomes has not played a playoff game. Have you ever heard this? On the road. I've heard, heard that, that before. 500 times this week as well. <laughs> First playoff road game for Pat Mahomes. And they haven't been dominant at all against anybody this year. Buffalo has been dominant a couple of times. The last couple of weeks, the win at Miami showed me a lot out of the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Both teams needed a win. They went on the road and got a win. Um, last week's game... You know, it was windy, and Josh Allen was still great. I think it's, you know, they got a foot of two feet of snow in Buffalo yesterday and today. But it's supposed to be cleared out, and everything's supposed to be fine. I'm I'm taking the bill. Can I say one thing about the game the it's other the day? anything you want, man. I love how some of the roles weren't, got to, didn't have the snow out. Did you see them? Some piled up, and guys had their beers sitting in the ice, in like a snow bank. They had their beer. While they are watching the game, they just sit their beer. In the they, ice right they were, and then they had to stand in the snow by their seats because they couldn't. There was nowhere to move the snow. Yeah, you could, you could move. All right, um, anything jump out at you in the NBA last night? Quickly, Lakers beat Dallas one twenty-seven to one ten. Apparently, Kyrie is now making noise like he wants to go play with LeBron and the Lakers, trying Jesus. to get to Dallas to trade him. Uh, Milwaukee did not have Giannis, and they only lost by forty. Cleveland put one thirty-five on Milwaukee last night. That was the ESPN game, by the way. In Toronto. Congratulations on getting that game with Giannis not playing. In Toronto, who's trading everybody, they win last night. They beat Miami by 24. Oh, say, okay, they traded Pascal Siakam. Averaging 22.7 a game. To the Pacers. What's this do to the East? Anything? I mean, I'm, Boston and Milwaukee are still the two favorites. Halliburton and Siakam together is going to be a lot of fun. How long is Halliburton out? 
with his uh, hamstring. I don't think that much longer. Yeah. I think he should be coming back soon. It, but the Pacers are trying, man. Does it, I agree, I, and I love seeing that. Well, it, and with Siakam becoming a free agent next year, they can offer him the super max that nobody else can match. And they're also trying to win right now. Mm -hmm. They're saying, look, we know Boston – is great, and we know Giannis is, and when Damon Lillard are great in Milwaukee, Philly, Philly's tough, but Philly seems to always fall apart during the playoffs. Mm -hmm. We're gonna we're we're shooting our shot now, and I like to see, I do like to see that. And Toronto beat they lose everybody. They beat Miami by twenty four last night. Incredible. Portland won last night. That rarely happens. <laughs> Scoot's been playing well. Scoot, Scoot Henderson. Yep. Uh, and Detroit again. lost again. Detroit lost again. There's your news. Uh, the system last night had Vanderbilt plus 11 and a half. They tried hard. They did. They, they did. They tried man. hard. 80 to 65 Auburn with the win last night. I actually, I never bet single games. You guys know I always bet parlays. I bet $5 on Vandy Moneyline last night <laughs> to win 30, to get back 30. What the heck? Yeah. They were 5 to 1. About LSU. Next time, just hand me the five, John. Uh, next time, I will. <laughs> and LSU, hello, Tigers. Uh, Talked about them giving points. Giving points as a home unranked team against a ranked opponent. Ole Miss was 15-1. and one. But when you're 15-1 and one and you're ranked 22nd in the country, yeah. there's, there's a reason. There's a reason. And the reason is their schedule's been terrible in the, in the uh, non-conference. Oh, LSU was a three-point favorite. They win at 89-80, to 80, so an easy win there uh, under the system. So I've changed the system, Tony. I'm, I'm on board with you now. System used to be, for me, you had to be an underdog. No more. I'm taking home teams that are unranked against ranked opponents, yeah. period. We got one tonight. Illinois, ranked 14th, 12-4 at 7-10 and 10, Michigan. Michigan's coming off a rivalry win against Ohio State at home. So that makes me cringe a little bit to bet this. But Illinois is two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. you got to take Michigan here in the system, right? Yeah, and if Phil Martelli's Grandpa Munster. That's that's who was I saying? Fester? Well, you you started with the Adams family. We we're going to Adams family. Grandpa Munster. That's uh, who he looks like. You know, Munster. The, the hair. It's the yeah, hair. Yeah, it's, it's Grandpa Munster. How old did you say he was, Scooter, yesterday? What, 90? 79? No, you said 90. Oh, I think. yeah. He's old. <laughs> <laughs> South Florida at uh, Memphis tonight. Memphis is fifteen and two. Penny's team is ranked fifteenth in the or tenth in the country. They've beaten some good teams along the way, but the, it's always close. Yeah, with the uh, Memphis, and they give up a lot of points. They too. got the guard, the left-handed guard from Alabama. It's made them a whole lot better. Uh, gosh, I can't think of his name. He he started for him the last few years, and he he's their point guard. If you want to see him, ESPN tonight, seven o'clock. There's nothing else on. Well, you're right there. <laughs> uh, uh, Memphis 11-point favorite. And Wichita State, that dude's not still coaching there, is he? No. Uh, Greg Marshall <laughs> Greg and, his, Marshall. and his crazy wife. Crazy wife, Greg Marshall. He's not He's not coaching anywhere. Uh, no. They're at the 23rd-ranked Florida Atlantic. Uh, the Wheat Shockers are 8-8, eight and eight, FAU 13-4. and four. ESPN 2 for that game, FAU is a 15-point favorite in that one. I have no idea what conference that is. I guess that's still the AAC, right? Yeah, the Fighting Owls. TNT, you got Chicago and Toronto tonight. That does nothing for me. Chicago and Toronto on TNT? And it, Memphis and Minnesota late game on TNT. It's uh, Edmonton Oilers on tonight. I don't, know, 11 game win I don't know if they're on fire, baby. <laughs> Tony talked me into betting the Oilers to win it all. And here they come. 
Back at it tomorrow. Final show of the week. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Okay.